Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let me tell you. <laughs> and we are live. Hi, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Also, happy day 44 of the program. Today, we are blessed with Dr. Paul joining us. I, I love you so much. I, hey. I <laughs> we, uh, I love you guys, too. It's so much fun coming on here to have a conversation. Uh, and, you know, it's just a lot of laughs, I, which, yeah. I, which I appreciate. Yeah, and you know, I love you so much because you like me, uh, you're just here to help. You appreciate how hard people are working through the program, the process. In fact, you you see a lot of uh, clients who are also doing the program. Um, you, your your wife did it. You, you your mother in law did it. Um, you know all yeah, about yes. it and everything that we do here. And the best thing I love about you, and I know I talk about this all the time, is we are not afraid to have real, honest conversations. It's one of my favorite things. Today, we're talking secondary supplements. So I'm so mindful of like making this seem like it's a supplement program. So I just want to say to everyone, you do not need to take any of these supplements. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we did introduce the basic supplements, which I think uh, you'll agree are a little bit more make or break because they're so basic that if your body's deficient in them, they can kind of hinder your body ability to work at the most optimal level on the basic level. And then these are sort of things that now that you are putting this kind of time and energy into actually making change can actually help help level up your health and wellness. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Uh, I think that we touched on our last conversation last month, how important and foundational and maybe some of the reasons why a person should be supplementing, especially those people that have never supplemented before. There's questions swirling around. Do I need to take this? And we kind of like broke all that down. And hopefully everyone has an understanding that you don't have to, but it's definitely a really nice compliment for you to up level your health. Uh, in ways that are going to give your body extra of what it needs to basically do the foundational things. And that's why I like kind of calling those first line of supplements, the primary supplements as foundational supplements, because these are basically things like magnesium, omega-3s that your body needs more of to do its job better, Gina. That's the key thing. It's not like we're saying you need to do something extra. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's actually just doing the foundational things better. So if someone was having issues, you know, all of the supplements I suggest are obviously to help with weight loss specifically in this program, they have all sorts of other benefits, but you know, if someone was having issues getting the scale moving, which is suggest that they kind of revisit those first set of foundational cell. I love that word foundational. I'm going to use it from now on foundational supplements (laughs) first before adding in some of these, or there are some of these that you're thinking someone can add in, like, would you um, add in a B complex in lieu of magnesium or you know, CoQ10 in lieu of omega-3, or should you really just start with those basics first? And then these are just sort of added in and extra. Yeah, I I love this question because uh, it really cuts to, I think, what each particular uh, class of supplements that you've, I think, really well organized does. I would say, no, you should not replace them. If you haven't gone to the the foundational and, and really mastered those, 
maybe you've um, purchased them. I can tell you, this is a common thing for a lot of people. They're like, they've purchased them. And then they're like, well, I don't really take it consistently or they take yeah. it like once a day. Yeah. But, you know, there are some strategies you can do to help organize yourself on that. Uh, and so there's a lot of apps that you can do that. There's a lot of actual just, and this may be a little bit of a mind stretch for people, but you can actually get one of those pill organizers where mm -hmm. a lot of people think that's like an age thing, but no, that's just a really being diligent with your health thing. I have one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I travel, I have one as well. Uh, and it's a way that you can just prepare yourself for success. And I say this all the time when I ask people to embark on any sort of new plan, Gina, is that you're, the biggest things that's going to sidetrack you and make you fall off the wagon is that you're not going to be prepared for when stress hits, when your kids are not feeling well, when you're rushing out the door. And then of course, the thing that you're going to forget is the supplements. And so understandably, if you're organized, then you're going to be successful. So don't replace the secondary ones for the primary ones. If you haven't done those yet, go back and do them because I'll tell you, Gina, the magnesium, for example, it is required to help the B vitamins do its job better. Yeah. So don't add the B vitamins before you do the magnesium. We talked last time about something called synergy between supplements. And so yes. a perfect example is your vitamin D and your magnesium. They actually work together. So a lot of people take vitamin D, but they don't take magnesium. And you're actually really limiting the ability for vitamin D to do its job in your body because you need magnesium to activate vitamin D. Yeah, rhyme and a reason behind everything we suggest. So have, if you've yet to do it, or maybe you want a refresher, you can read the post on the basic supplements. And we also did a podcast with Dr. Paul talking all about them. Um, I love what you said. It's not how you show up for yourself when everything's sunshine and rainbows and going great. It's in those hard times. And yes. just like anything else, I think when it comes to taking supplements, it's just creating the habit around that, you know? So just kind of get into the routine. You may have to set reminders. I know people are going to be like, you should put it in the app. We're working working on it. We're working on adding it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So let's get into these ones today. Um, the first one on the list, I'm just going to go by the book so people can follow along is MCT sure. oil. Um, this got super popular. I think what, like 10, 15 years ago, yeah. people started doing the bulletproof, which is just a brand, the bulletproof coffee, dumping this in their coffee with grass fed butter and all of that and yep. pouring it on salads. Um, what is the benefit of MCT oil? Yeah, so MTC, uh, MTC oil stands for medium chain triglycerides. So triglycerides are a type of fat, Gina, and they are, uh, the, again, the claim to fame really around them, especially around kind of the, the bulletproof and keto movements, is that yeah. they help support an, a, as a different energy source other than sugar. And so your body, what's unique about these MCT types of fats is that they actually can be used in a very direct way. They actually have a very unique way of being absorbed in the body. They can be used as energy for your cells. Yeah. So that's the kind of mechanism behind them. Plus they're also like a good fat. Uh, they're, it, they usually are sourced from coconut oil. They don't have a lot of the saturated fat that is in coconut oil because cocoa oil is a saturated fat and has a bunch of other factors in it and, and, yeah. and constituents. MCT is a component of that. And then it's just a really kind of like handy way to boost up the nutritional benefit of your coffee or tea. And that was the whole idea behind Bulletproof. They, you know, David Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof, really did a good job of marketing things, but th there's nothing special about anything that he's doing. Yeah. You can do that with plain old MCT oil 
and a little bit of grass-fed butter at home, put it in a blender and bingo, bango, you have bulletproof coffee. And save yourself a few bucks while you're at it. Yeah. Um, so um, MCT oil is something I used to use with bodybuilders when I dabbled in bodybuilding like years and years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to say it's a fat burner. I don't want to like, it's not like a, the good old hydroxy cuts that used to kind of, yeah. you know, get your heart rate, you know, pumping through your chest to boost your metabolism. But this can kind of, the effect of it, it's now ever as soon as I say fat burner, everyone's running out to grab it. Um, this kind of like, I, I find it works with like really busy people that helps to kind of, they say that kind of calms your yeah. mind and gives your body a little bit of a kick. Now it's like, it sort of bypasses digestion in the sense and, and hits more the liver. Is that where that kind of that comes from? Is, is that, is that the right thing to say? Yes. Um, <laughs> hopefully I'm not cutting out there. I was like, there was a bit of spasm. I was like, do I not know what I'm talking about? What no, you no, no, you're good. Like, uh, <laughs> No, no, sorry. Um, we're good now. Um, okay, so basically you're right. So there's a special way of MCT oil being absorbed that bypasses the regular digestive system. So it actually bypasses the liver. So it actually gets into your central uh, central bloodstream okay. first. And then right. the advantage of that is that now it can be used as fuel for your cells. And mm -hmm. what's unique, again, one of the claims of fame about keto, Gina, is that it uses fats to fuel brain cells in a way that is very effective when there is low sugar around. Yes. So you and I are sitting here after breakfast, our brain is using regular kind of glucose as fuel. And so there's an, there's an additional efficiency of using MCT oil when you are, let's say, intermittent fasting or when you're working out to help support mental energy. So a lot of times people will say that I feel like, you know, you, they can say calm, but it's more clear, I think would be the best way to put it. And, and they're a little more focused. Okay. So who would anyone, would anyone need to, like, can everyone have this in? Um, who yeah. are people who would, there's really no like side effects of it. Like maybe because it's an oil, some people are not going to digest it as well. If you have mm. missing a gallbladder, you know, so like high dose of omega-3, high doses of MCT oil, or just jet fats in general might put additional stress on your digestive system. So be mindful of if yeah. for the people that have uh, no gallbladders, but you can actually remedy that by taking uh, a digestive enzyme that has a little bit of bile in it and lipase, which helps break down fat. And that usually helps alleviate some of the, the fat related digestive distress. Okay. And less is more. That's my suggestion to people because like Sorry. any kind of liquid oil that you can take, it can run through you. It can have you in the bathroom. It can, some people will get cramps from this. So start with smaller amounts, kind of work your way up. Um, I think it suggests with a tablespoon. I would honestly start with a teaspoon. Then maybe work your way up to one teaspoon twice a day. And that's a strategy that's actually helpful for people that have sensitive digestive systems, instead of taking one big dose of something, if that's yeah. even what that's recommending, breaking it up into smaller doses, like for example, you could do this with magnesium too, yeah. is that's gonna make it more tolerable and you're gonna have less digestive or gastric distress. It's a great strategy to start off if you're sensitive. Great. Okay. I'm excited about this next one. We're talking adaptogens. Um, this sort of gets tied into adrenal fatigue in which your adrenals don't actually get fatigue. This has become like a massive major buzzword out there sort of in the diet industry, but there is something to be said about the validity of adding in adaptogens. So what are they and who can benefit from them? Yes. So I think to answer this question the best, I need to just do a quick 101 about adrenals. Okay. So the adrenal system is kind of like the lesser known cousin to the thyroid system. Because everyone knows about thyroid. If, as soon as somebody can't lose weight, they think about thyroid. And we will talk yeah. more about that 
in our third conversation next month when yeah. we're going to talk about obstacles to weight loss and specifically hormones. So yes. thyroid and adrenals are hormones. We think of, again, hormones as mainly reproductive hormones and for yeah. women, their menstrual cycle or yeah. menopause, but hormones are more than just that. Insulin's a hormone and you talk about insulin all the time. So hormonal health is central to the plan that you're putting together for people because it's about regulating hormones. Yes. And believe it or not, the adrenal system also is really important at regulating blood sugar because mm -hmm. when you have, you know, the, when you have periods of time, let's say like when you wake up in the morning, when you haven't eaten all night, if you feel crummy in the morning until you get your breakfast, that's a sign that your body can't keep its blood sugar intact. And that actually is what the adrenals do. They also produce a hormone called cortisol, which regulates inflammation. It regulates immunity. It regulates many other systems in the body that basically help you absorb stress. Think of it like your stress shock absorber. Okay. Now, if you're under a lot of stress and you haven't really had a break and you haven't really recovered, then that's when the adrenal system can become overtaxed. Yeah. And that's where this term adrenal fatigue came out. Okay. However, it's a really medically inaccurate term. I don't like using it because it's not, again, appropriately uh, uh, kind of worded for physiology. Your adrenal system rarely ever gets fatigued. There is a condition called Addison's Gina. Yes. It's a medical kind of emergency that you have to go to the hospital and actually get replacement of hormones. And that's the complete and utter failure of your adrenal glands. You'd be yeah. very ill and sick if that's the case. But you would know if you actually you had know. true adrenal know. fatigue, which would be Addison's, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But there is this shade of gray, just like in every hormonal system that, you know, you may not be in menopause, but you have some of these like early perimetopausal symptoms. So this is the same analogy for that. You have a, a dysfunctional adrenal system where it's maybe not producing enough at the right times. Okay. You might go get your blood work done and your thyroid, uh, sorry, your cortisol might be fine at that particular time. But then maybe during the night, it actually spikes up and you wake up in the middle of the night. You're wondering why the heck am I waking up at two or 3 a.m.? Yeah. That could be a blood sugar or a cortisol spike. So that's okay. the kind of like 101 idea around adrenals is that they help regulate stress. The main hormone is cortisol. It regulates blood sugar and inflammation and many other systems in the body. And think of your life, think of your stresses, think of your lack of recovery. Stop it. I'm stressing out. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be a little bit of a self-reflection where this is why we always say you work hard, but you have to play hard and you have to relax hard too, because your body mm. needs that time to actually help repair those things and recover. And then the adrenal system is what kind of allows us to meet stressing stressors need. But then if that doesn't actually have a chance to recover, then we may get into a, a situation where your adrenal system not fatigued, but is dysfunctional Gina. And there is where you enter adaptogen. These are okay. a group of herbs that have been studied to help with various aspects of the adrenal production. So yes. it has been studied to help reduce cortisol, ashwagandha has been studied for that. And then along with that, the researchers were looking at things like sleep. So sleep was improved. They mm. noticed that anxiety levels were uh, improved. They measured blood cortisol levels and they found that they came down into normal range. And so I love that term adaptogen because it helps the body adapt to stress. And then, mm. you know, there's many other adaptogens, but that's kind of the Coles notes on the adrenal adaptogenic con connection.
Okay. So I have this one here. It's like um, Adrena, Adrena Smart. It's just kind of a, a combination of yep. a variety of different rhodiola and, you know, ex ashwagandha extracts and such. Where would someone, I mean, obviously, you know, someone would go to a naturopathic way doctor like you on a higher level but if i'm just thinking okay you know this sounds like something that i would benefit from i go to the health yes. food store what what am i looking for yeah so there's a lot of different adrenal adaptogenic yeah. formulas on the market it'll say adrenal something adapto something and so basically it's a combination of some form of herbs and then usually there's a couple nutrients in there as well the most well-known ones are vitamin c because the adrenal system also needs vitamin C for additional functioning. And then also a vitamin called B5, which is in the B complex, but you might see it as pantothenic acid or pantothenine. The body needs more of B5 when it's under stress. Yeah. So um, the way that I think about adaptogens is not everybody needs adaptogens, but probably everyone could benefit from adaptogens. Okay. Okay. Well, if you are the, uh, that person that is juggling a job and family life and trying to also make time to learn a new program, which is made so much easier with the app and the book that you have, right? <laughs> so you're, you're, you're doing adrenal service, Gina, here. But, you, you know, you, you are probably a good candidate for a, just a general formulation like what you have here, Gina, like an adre adrenal smart. But now if you are slipped into the situation where now I like the fatigue is a big problem. I checked my iron. My doctor says my iron's fine. I checked my thyroid and it's fine. Now I am slipping into my adrenal system is getting more dysfunctional mm. possibly. And now I need to look at maybe something a little bit more higher dose. And the trade-off with these combo formulas is that they throw a bunch of, in, uh, of adaptogens in there. Like rhodiola is one that's more for like a brain adaptogen. Okay. I mentioned ashwagandha is a little bit more of a calming adaptogen. So if you're kind of like wired and tired, that's its claim to fame. Another common one is something called like Siberian ginseng, which is a leuthrococcus. That's more like an immune adaptogen. So there's each adaptogen has kind of its like niche that maybe that's where you want to reach out to your naturopathic doctor to say, okay, which adaptogen and what dose is best for me? If you really feel like energy is a huge problem and maybe you have sleep issues and you did a sleep study and you don't have sleep apnea and now you're trying to see what else could be obstacles which again we'll talk more about next time but the adrenal system is a huge obstacle Gina and so that's I think this is a good place to start for most people given it's a huge obstacle what is my time frame like am I just going to start taking this tonight and feel amazing and more energetic tomorrow what's the time frame on that no, the reality is, is that, you know, it's probably taking you months and years to get to the point that your adrenal system is not functioning as well as it should. And so it's yeah. probably going to take months. And sometimes if it's really protracted, then, you know, you have even I've seen some patients that takes about a year or so to kind of be consistent with protocols. Okay. Um, and so that if, again, if it's at that point, seek some help for sure, you know, work with a naturopath to help yourself. I mean, you know, a lot of us are, let's face it, with what we're focusing on, which is weight loss, a lot of us are coming into this process with our bodies broken down. We're stressed oh. out over the last couple of years. Like if we have been trying to get better and improve our health, usually it's dieting where you're starving and depriving and yes. you know what I mean? Not eating when you're hungry and sleeping when you're tired and all of those things. So, you know, this may, this may not be a miracle thing, but uh, I think you would agree with all the other things that people are doing. This is where adding in something to supplement, to give the body a little bit of a leg up with all of it can make a difference. Yeah. 
I, last thing I want to say, Gina, about the adrenal system, uh, you, before we got on the call, you said, is there anything that, um, you know, I would add additionally, I would yeah. probably say the one key clinical pearl that I want to share with everybody is that if out of all the secondary supplements, you were kind of looking at which one am I going to get the most bang for my like commitment? Yes. Uh, I think the adrenal system, the adrenal support is probably going to give you the most like, oh, I actually feel a little bit more energized. I feel a little more calm. And that's the kind of the interesting thing is like, how can you feel more energized than calm? But that's yeah. exactly what hormones do is that when they're balanced, not too high, not too low, your body functions optimally. So you actually have more energy during the day and you actually might sleep better, which in your mind, you might think that's actually the opposite thing because my doctor gives me, you know, anti anxiety medications if I can't sleep and it makes me super groggy. And that's, that's yeah. right. Because it suppresses a system. Mm. The beauty about the adaptogenic class of herbs is that it helps the body do its job better without actually either overacting or overstimulating any particular system. That's what I love, love, love about the adaptogenic family of herbs. And you can look at medicinal mushrooms in this. You can look at the ginseng family and there are even other herbs like holy basil, which have adaptogenic properties. So if there's one that I would say, if you would really focus on, maybe focus on the adrenal system, if any of this has resonated with you. I love it. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I, I want to make sure everybody comes away with something that, that makes a light bulb go on that they can say, you know what, this is a practical takeaway from the conversation we had today. Let's talk about balancing hormones, because I think when people, um, I know I'm digressing for the supplements. So let's talk about that just for a hot second, because when we say balancing hormones, I think people feel like it's, it's, it's a straight line. Do you know what I mean? And you can't really balance your hormones. Like it's, they're always in flux or always regulating. Can you talk a little bit more about, cause we, I mean, obviously we have to generalize a lot because you get into the specifics of things and my goodness, conversations, can, you know, go on and on and on. But what is, what does it mean when you say balance your hormones? Yes. So there's this uh, term called the Goldilocks effect. Um, and remember that story, the, the, the allegory Goldilocks, where basically it's like the bed is either too hard or too soft. That's not good for her, but it's like the perfect, you know, fit. And so the same thing is in the middle uh, that with hormones where it's like the balanced, level of hormones is ideal too little insulin and you're going to have problems with blood sugar too much insulin you're going to have very low blood sugar so every hormone always needs to be balanced that's point number one number two and so i guess like the the the, the, the i guess the next kind of piece of that is that it the simple fix isn't like i got to put more in the system because mm -hmm. if i just give you more hormones it's going to go up and it's not yeah. going to actually balance it that's again, where adaptogens come in and lifestyle changes and diet. If you follow the plan that you've been laying out for people over the last two months, then the body knows how to balance its own hormones. So it's going to work towards that genus. So there's this, there are these beautiful homeostatic mechanisms that when you fuel your body the right way, when you start putting in the lifestyle changes, your hormones will slowly start to balance. And ideally, yeah. they will balance without any sort of external little nudge. And that's what I do with my patients is I just give it a nudge to allow your body to get better. I don't actually come in and say, you know what, you need to be on this drug for the rest of your life. or You need to be on this adaptogen for the rest of your life because I actually don't want that. If yeah. that's the case, we're not actually over superseding the body's own ability. This is the secret sauce, again, to changing your lifestyle and diet because your hormones will go back to the way that they actually should be balanced. Now, 
That being said, there are certain situations like endometriosis and menopause that there are some changes that sometimes diet and things maybe can alleviate, but they're not going to totally resolve. So that's where really specific tailored approaches can be helpful of, of guiding a person through this hormonal transitional period or a particular issue. But it's important to remember, I think this is where your question is derived from, is that we, we have to think about hormones that change all the time. You can't think about hormones as like, I just want it really high. It's about certain times of the month, progesterone is high in the second half of the cycle, but then it goes down low in the first half. Now, if that happens to be flipped, you're going to be in a world of symptoms. Yeah. And so it's about not just highs and lows. It's about timing according to your body's natural rhythms and physiology and systems. So hopefully that answers your question about understanding hormones. You can't just take all your cues off one particular point in time when I got my blood test and it showed everything was fine, but mm. you have all these symptoms. That's a classic thing I see with patients all the time where, you know, they'll say, my doctor says nothing's wrong with my hormones, but I'm still getting crazy painful periods and I'm still getting all these <laughs> kind of like symptoms that are hormonally related. Uh, and then they're usually offered medications like the birth control pill or something like that, where that really doesn't deal with the underlying issue. Well, it might be helpful to deal with chronic pain that a person might be in. Yeah. It really doesn't deal with the underlying stuff. So anyways, hopefully that answers your question, Gina. Yeah, I love more than that. I love when you talked about your body is like capable of doing it all on its own. Like, and it's every, I always say every minute of the day, your body's working hard to repair and rebuild right. and regenerate and rejuvenate and regulate and have you working at the utmost optimal level. It's just that sometimes we, we're all broken down and, and people, this is where people will be like, well, I'm just going to get my magnesium from the foods that I eat. Well, that's great, but then you'd have to basically curate everything that you're eating and factor in digestion in order to do that. So supplements are there to supplement, to kind of fill in the blanks and get your body working at a level where it eventually can do it all on its own. And that's why I fucking love what you just said about that. Yeah. Yeah. And most cases, you know, that's what happens is that our body can get back to homeostasis yes. and, and, and symptoms get better. I love asking this question to patients because I see a lot of people that have gone through the program and uh, I ask them, what are some of your non-scale victories? And I'm always so blown away after, you know, they, of course, they tell me about their weight loss or the lack of it. And then we start unpacking that. But I always just point out, well, my sleep's better. My energy's better. My periods don't hurt anymore. My reflux is gone. I hear these often. But it's not working for me. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And, and but my, my point is, is that most people would never associate any of that stuff with the food that you eat. Yes. But things like yes. hot flashes do get better when you clean up your diet. Yes. Just want to put it out there. There is a food connection to almost every single symptom. Now, that doesn't mean it works for everybody. And that's why I said that there's most people, the diet and lifestyle can get them back to homeostasis, Gina. There are some people, and it's a small percentage, that need the extra little medical naturopathic bump. Yeah. Uh, but most people, your body's intelligent, beautiful. Just let's, let's, let's like turn it on and power it. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray five in one gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And let's just, let's also face the fact that people don't want to put in the time that it's going to take to do it if they really were just relying on their body to get to a place. Like you can eat all the healthy foods and, you know, drink the water and do all the things and you will eventually get your body to a working position, but it's going to take longer than most people are willing to, to, to put the time and energy in. So that's where, again, supplements can kind of give you that body a bump and get you there sooner rather than later. And that's where for some people you need to, you know, this is why like, if you are doing the program, talk about non-scale victories at this point, like showing up, you know, consistently being in tune, eating nutrient rich foods, you know, making sure to add in healthy fats and proteins and drink your water and maximizing and all those other things and not seeing any kind of non-scale victory, not seeing any kind of change in the body, then obviously something is- Something's wrong. Yeah. And I talk about this all the time with patients. Uh, Like for example, a good one is that they'll come in usually around this mark, usually around like the six to eight week mark. They'll say, you know what? I kind of like fell off the program in the spring because I did everything so good for six weeks and eight weeks. And then, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't justify keep doing it because I didn't see any difference. And then when you start digging in, you know, they, they changed their diet, but then they didn't really change their life though. You know, they they didn't really actually uh, like, this is meant to empower you to start shifting other things in your life. Like, for example, if you work too, like if you're working crazy hours and you don't have enough time to, to, to rest and recover, you can put all the bo- the stuff in your body, but you still have this huge stressor. And I understand yeah. that sometimes you have to do that, but a lot of times people don't have to do that. And they're just not willing to make the shifts in the other parts of their life. Diet optimizes every other system but you can't just ignore all the other stressors since we're talking about the adrenal system and hormones and cortisol, that, yeah, you right? know, I'm just going to keep like, you know, having all the success, but you have to look at other things that you talk about in the leveling up sections. And that is a huge influence to whether or not your body will click into the ability to actually now start optimizing its metabolism, Gina. Yeah, because people look in at the food, I'm doing the food, I'm doing the thing, but it could be that you need to help manage your stress because that that's where cortisol levels that's come right. in, right? Mm-hmm. Too high, too low cortisols, and your body can't function the way that you want, getting enough sleep if you're not getting the sleep that you need. So for some people, they just, you know, keep doing the food and the exercise and the food and the exercise. And sometimes when you're just, you're exercising the crap, you're actually causing more stress in the body. And really your ticket is yeah. to help manage your stress or get better sleep if you're looking to move it down that scale. And that's a good, really good point about the adrenal system. I see very often that pre-program especially because i know they they've learned that from from the program is that they actually these people are teetering on the point of adrenal dysfunction and then they are actually trying to lose weight by exercising more so you are actually overtraining your body without recovery and you're actually contributing to your adrenal dysfunction so many times i will tell people actually reel back your exercise you're actually exercising too much 
Yes. And that is a way that allows the body to now click into a more balanced hormonal system. So you have to take a, a stock of your entire life and truly look at what are things that are contributing to my health and what are not. So adaptogens help us cope with stressors and improve our body's ability to deal with it. But if you still have go to, going to bed at 1 p.m. because you're binging Netflix, then there's no amount of adrenal withania that's going to support that. No, seriously, you can't supplement. Your supplements will never be stronger than these like big life stressors. They might help you deal with it a little bit better. So they might, you might sleep a little bit better. You might be not waking up, you know, as much overnight. You might have a bit better energy in the morning, but ultimately, you know, take a really honest look at, you know, yeah. what are things that are really positively pushing in the direction yeah. that I'm trying to do with my diet and what are not. And many of these might actually be non-dietary things, Gina. Yeah. Like if you're pounding the crap out of your body every day with boot camp, maybe go for a walk in the woods. You know what I mean? Or maybe do, do some, some stretch, yoga, stretch. yoga or something like that. Okay. Um, all right. Let's, I want to blow through the rest of these because I'm mindful. Um, let's talk. Uh, I'm just going to go in the order of the book, even though yeah. I want to talk about B complexes and now L-theanine, I'm going to start with turmeric because it's next in the book. Um, we are going to get into, um, and I know talk more about inflammation in the next yes. time we chat in the next few weeks. Um, but let's talk about the benefits benefits of adding turmeric in, um, who would benefit from this and what you need to look for uh, when it comes to taking Yes. Turmeric, well, one of the supplements that even family doctors are now starting to understand a little bit more. Um, it is claimed to fame as an anti-inflammatory herb. It's from the family of the ginger, as the same thing, the culinary spice. You can actually cook with turmeric. Mm. Uh, the turmeric supplement you have just held up is an extract of that turmeric spice. So if you're looking at that really yellow root that you use in typically like uh, Indian cooking and Asian cooking, yeah. that is not going to be as effective as taking a supplement because that is a more uh, concentrated version of what you find in the food. So yes. I encourage people cook with it. Absolutely. Use ginger, yeah. use turmeric. You can make a tea out of it even. Uh, you can mix it with various types of other spices to bring out some of the flavors and also the medicinal uh, benefit. But if you have any sort of aches and pains, especially in the kind of like arthritis world or yes. kind of tension headaches, turmeric can be really helpful at reducing that type of inflammation. Okay. Not every inflammation responds to turmeric. So it's not a miracle pill or drug, uh, even though, you know, some, you know, studies and pharmaceutical companies would love that to happen. Yeah. But uh, the, the reality is, is that it is a great kind of herbal anti-inflammatory uh, that you can implement. If you don't have inflammation or you don't feel like you have a lot of joint pain, then you can still benefit from the, uh, the, the heart protective effects of turmeric. Oh. But maybe if you're looking at, okay, so what do I choose from? Maybe that's one that you don't have to pick up. If you feel like my joints are great, but most people would probably benefit from reducing the levels of inflammation, even though their blood work might not show any of it. Uh, turmeric is a really good kind of herb to do that. Oh, I'm doing everything I can not to go into the conversation of inflammation. Because I know if we do, we're not going to have enough right, time. Rabbit hole. Don't do it. <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. I promise I will come back and I will share my clinical pearls with people about turmeric, how to optimize it for now look for uh, uh usually it's around 400 500 milligrams per capsule okay. there are more advanced and more absorbable forms of turmeric and it has nothing to do with black pepper that's a bit of a hint but i will tell you more okay. about that after in our next conversation okay and we will add on to that right? pool. You gotta come back and watch
watch me next time. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's where we're going to dive into that whole inflammation yeah, conversation. Because, you know, obviously inflammation um, can affect people's body's ability to focus on fat loss. But for right now, you would agree that in just following the program and doing the things that they need to do, you know, that's enough for right now. 100%. There's nothing more anti-inflammatory than the diet that you're trying to eat right now, people. Okay. No turmeric is going to supersede that or replace it. Okay. And you just got to give that body time too. Yeah, give that body time. Okay. Uh, trace minerals. Um, talk about trace minerals yeah. and benefit out of the man. Right. Obviously, when following the program, people are drinking, you know, more water than they're used to. You exactly. want to be mindful of that, but they they, they have benefits above and beyond um, as well. So yeah. let's talk about that. So magnesium is a star mineral. We know all the things of, that it does in the body. But there also is a huge role to play for other electrolytes or minerals. Electrolytes and minerals, um, you know, minerals have roles as electrolytes. So they help regulate muscle function, muscle cramping. It's about, you know, you look at uh, electrolyte, it is uh, usually potassium in there. But the trace minerals you're talking about is kind of a general replacement for people that are increasing their hydration. So if yep. you're one of the people that you feel like you're at this point in the program, you're still peeing exponentially more than you did before the program that might mean that you're not holding your water because mm. eventually the, the kidneys will adjust to the amount of water that you're drinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. One of the ways to help retain water, and this is basically kidney physiology 101, is that you want to have more minerals inside and around your cells than you have floating around in your bloodstream or in your urine. Because what that does is water rushes to wherever the minerals are. So trying to put more trace minerals help retain the water inside your cells better than if you didn't have it. So that's one way of, of optimizing your mineral status. The other thing is if you feel like you're getting, you know, a little bit more muscle cramps after yeah. you've been uh, hydrating a little bit more, you feel a little bit wonky with those higher levels of water. Yes. Those could be an electrolyte balance issue. And so trace minerals are helpful. So just follow the instructions on the label there. Yeah. And you don't want to be messing around with it because with the program, it's not about more and more, more water. And I find ten, people tend to just go to the, I'll just drink more water and I'll drink more water. I'll drink more water. It's really about drinking the right amount for you. And then in terms yes. of your saturation levels, making sure that you're getting the minerals that you need. Yeah. So add this into like your water bottle or something like this. You can usually add, I think the instructions say about 10 drops, put that in there. And then, yep. but if you're getting any of these symptoms like palpitations or anything like that, obviously talk to your doctor um, yes. about figuring that out. You can test your electrolytes like sodium, chloride, and potassium. Amazing. Okay. Um, CoQ10. Yes. Because it's probably like, forget about weight loss. It's just, it's great for heart health. And it is. Yeah. So yeah. one of the things that everyone's really concerned about from a long-term perspective, the number one killer in the modern kind of Western world is cardiovascular disease. Yeah. Uh, there's many things like magnesium and omega-3s and turmeric and all these things are really helpful for the cardiovascular system. But what's unique about CoQ10, unlike any of the things I just mentioned, maybe magnesium has some similar effects, but CoQ10 helps improve cellular energy. There's this term that maybe you may or may not have heard about. It's called the mitochondria. These are your little power plants inside your cell. And that's where CoQ10 does its job. It helps literally produce the energy currency inside each cell. Yeah. And so a lot of people over time, they've basically not allowed these mitochondria to do their job as well as they possible. And that basically leads to fatigue. It leads mm. to muscle pain, leads to fatigue, it leads to overall sluggishness. And then you throw in something like if you are or have ever been on a medication that's in the class of the statins, these are the anti-cholesterol medications, 
they are well studied to, to actually deplete CoQ10. Mm. So that is the one absolute reason anybody that's on a statin or ever has been should be on CoQ10, but it could also be beneficial for other people that are just looking to optimize their health. And then finally, uh, CoQ10 has other benefits. It's not just for um, you know, people that are on statin medications. Now, more and more, uh, as you know, I, I work in the chronic pain fields and the brain health field a lot with my patients. And now more and more neurologists are recommending CoQ10 for things like migraines specifically. So ah. CoQ10 is now becoming uh, a well-known nutrient in the conventional medical system. And so that is one particular area. You can still get benefit from it if you don't have any things I talked about because it overall just supports your body's mitochondrial function. So it is a good complementary nutrient. Yeah, especially with the program when the goal is not to like boost metabolism, but to increase your metabolism and the rate at which your body's function. And this can be great to help support that. Yeah, it supports metabolism, but not in a way that's like a fat burning gimmicky no. way. It, it, yeah. it kind of helps the body sell your energy production, which is ultimately what we're trying to do. Yeah. Right. Yep. Love it. Right. Um, have the body work as efficiently as possible and as exactly. optimally as possible. Okay. B complex. So um, I was the kind of person who was super B deficient. I had to get the shots for a while until my body started absorbing. Um, obviously my, my energy levels were just like non-existent. Also my iron levels were affected. My magnesium levels affected and my D levels were affected, but the B was the one that I really had to step up and really focus on. Like, what is the deal with B vitamins? Yeah. We need 12. Do we need all of them? Do we need a complex? Like uh, who can benefit? What do you have to keep in mind? Go. Yeah. So <laughs> B, yeah, B complex is a family of B vitamins that uh, basically do kind of similar jobs. They all have uniques. So, I mean, it would be really interesting to go through each one and say, yeah. you know, what each one does, but that is not necessary because you get all of them in a B complex. Now, yeah. the problem with a B complex is that unfortunately it's a pretty common supplement and it's kind of like, you know, do a B50 or B100. And what that means is just that there's either 50 or hundred milligrams of each one in there. Yeah. You don't need 50 or hundred milligrams of each one, or it actually, you need more of some. And so that's where I really like to use a B complex that has multiple different doses of each one. Like for okay. example, you don't need as much B2 but you need a little bit more of B6 and you need more of B1. And so there's these uh, newer supplements that are kind of activated forms. So that's one thing. You actually help absorb B vitamins better when you have enough stomach acid, when your digestive system is, is um, doing well and yeah. you have the right dosing. Mm. B vitamins are so important for overall energy, metabolism, and neurotransmitter production. We don't, we don't talk a lot about neurotransmitters. We haven't done that, but that's a huge component to willpower, to focus, energy, to metabolism. So these are neurochemicals that are produced yes. all over the body, including in the gut that travel up to the brain and allow us to basically stay focused, stay clear, stay happy. Yes. B vitamins along with magnesium and some other nutrients like vitamin D, they play a key role in producing these neurotransmitters. So that's why if you have deficient in B12, for example, which is a common deficiency, you might notice that you're fatigued and you start like, you know, your memory starts becoming a little wonky. I was going to say like foggy brain, just yeah, kind of like brain. not. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So B vitamins can help with that. You, the good news about B12 specifically is that you can actually test it. You can test your bloodstream just like you uh, had done there, Gina. And unfortunately it is a common deficiency, especially as you get older, especially if you're on certain medications some of them can become depleted. If you have had any gut issues, like if you have Crohn's or colitis 
or any sort of malabsorption. If you've had any gastric bypass stuff, the research is clear that these B vitamins are not well absorbed. And so get tested. And then instead of just doing a B12, a B complex with the right amount of B12, like let's say a thousand micrograms or one milligram is, yeah. a, is a really good way of getting your whole family. Cause they all work together, Gina, unless you are massively depleted, like you were in one particular one, like B12, then you can do a B complex. The reason you'd want to use B12 by itself is when you've been advised by your healthcare provider that you are deficient, dangerously deficient in that one. And you should raise your levels quickly. So use your B12 or get an injection. Yeah. Sometimes you actually might be taking supplements and you're not getting any benefit from those Bs. So double check, check yeah. your blood again, because that is where the absorption comes in. Bs are tough to absorb for some people. So that is an evidence-based way that you can optimize the type of vitamins that you're getting, especially the B vitamins. So there is a list. We did break down like all the different types of B vitamins in the actual post. It's in the Beautiful. book. It's in the app too, if people are interested in that. Would you say that iron or more uh, B deficient would be most people's reason for being like tired and foggy brain or do they just kind of go hand in hand? Uh, they don't necessarily go hand in hand other than the fact that if you're probably not absorbing your B12 as well, the chances uh, are that you're not absorbing the rest mm -hmm. of your nutrients as well. Okay. But you could be iron deficient. I see it over and over again and not be necessarily B, B vitamin deficient. Uh, but there is some synergy with the energy production inside the cells, Gina, with your B vitamins and iron. So you could be tired from B12, but you could also be very tired from iron. And iron fatigue is kind of like, no matter what I do, I can't get myself perked up. So like I take coffees, I, I sleep more, I'm still exhausted. That yeah. should be like a red flag that your iron's not ideal. And in terms of iron, there is a lot of issues that people have with, you know, they're, they, they're not anemic, but they're like iron stores are depleted. So yeah. like that key marker is ferritin that you should be talking to your doctor about ferritin. Usually your doctors are pretty good at monitoring it, but you want to be above 40. That's another little clinical pro. You don't want to just be like the ranges from five to 200 over 200. It's like crazy how wide the range is, but you could easily have a lot of these fatigue symptoms, Gina, if you have, let's say a ferritin at 20 and your, your levels and your red blood cells are kind of like creeping down, but your doctors say, well, you know what? Everything's in normal range. Everything's fine. You might actually need some iron. So there's a synergy between the B vitamins and iron, but they don't necessarily always go hand in hand. Okay. So I know people are probably asking about iron, but the reason why I don't discuss iron is I really think it's, this one is specifically a conversation for your doctor. So like if um, you're okay. healthy, you should not be supplementing iron. I will say yeah. that for sure. Thank you. Yes. Um, let's, uh, let's last but not least, um, oh, let's talk my about favorite. Yes. happy pills. <laughs> Albina. Yeah, I, I think, I, I don't know the, 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 the manufacturer that makes should give me some sort of royalty because I just keep pumping it on your program and I have no affiliation whatsoever. Really, everything I say is because I want you guys to feel better. Yeah, it's so, same. Naturally found in green tea. It's one of the main reasons why green tea, even though it has some caffeine in it, is pretty calming for a lot of people or at least doesn't stimulate you. Yeah. This, this particular nutrient that's found in green tea, it's like part of the amino acid family. It's not essential, but it is really helpful for calming your nervous system. It's been studied extensively. It's been studied in things like ADHD. It's been studied in things like anxiety, in sleep, in promoting what are called alpha waves, which are kind of our calm focused waves. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the research is actually quite good on alphenine. 
And most of the time, people will report that they are a little bit more calm, but it's very subtle. So if you take what's recommended on the bottle, which is one a day, which is what everyone takes, most of the time you will either notice nothing or you'll notice a very, very kind of transient calmness. The beauty about theanine is that it works quite quickly. So what that means is that if you take it 20 to 30 minutes after, that's when the effect kicks in. But you may not get the effect with one, Gina. You actually might need to take two or even sometimes two multiple times a day. Okay. And that is what is going to give you that calming effect. And it works quite quickly. So you have to take it usually multiple times. So if you're not anxious, if you're not overly stressed, then you don't have to take it all the time, like I'm saying. But if you are, if you're struggling with any of the things that I just mentioned, then you could take it multiple times. And if you are really concerned uh, about any of those things, anxiety and insomnia are serious medical conditions that you need to have addressed. So talk to your naturopath about that because there are ways that you could optimize theanine and other nutrients and adaptions that are complementary to that. But including this as part of your uh, program, I think is a huge win for everybody because you can kind of take it as needed for stress. You called it a happy pill. It is a chill pill. I think the best way to put it. Yeah. It, It really can be helpful for just getting people out of that kind of like really high frenetic, high sympathetic, high fight or flight. And it works pretty quickly. And the beauty about it is that there's really no known side effects. It's extremely safe. Uh, even if you're on medications, there is there really isn't any sort of concerns around that. Um, so it's it's just one of those things that is a good thing to have in everybody's kind of like medicinary at home. Love it. Okay, so with all of these supplements today, we've added in things like, you know, recommended doses. Um, and if it's not on the product or in there, you just look on the product, um, we when to take, who should be mindful in all of that. It's in the right. post, it's in the book, it's in the app. But quickly... Um, cause I'm mindful of time. Let's talk about dose. Like, do you yeah. just like, to your point with everything, do you just start with what's recommended and then adjust from there? Yeah. So I actually had this question from somebody that I saw recently that they were like, I didn't want to take any supplements, Dr. Paul, until I saw you. Cause I was worried about taking the right thing. So if you're yeah, one of those yeah. people that reacts to supplements or you're concerned or if you have any sort of issues like that, yeah. then absolutely work with a healthcare provider that knows this stuff. Yeah. But in general, Gina, there's two safety nets that I think are really helpful for people to understand. Number one, especially in Canada, where both you and I are from, Health Canada regulates the dosage that you have. And they're very concerned about safety. Mm. And so the recommended dose usually on the bottle is going to be the one that is going to be safe and probably effective. Now, if you're a bigger person, maybe if your absorption isn't good, you might need more. And so that's where we talk about like magnesium. We talk about the L-theanine where we can play around with some of the doses. So the dose is quite personalized, but what's on the label, Gina, is a great starting dose. Okay. Get familiar with the label because it does give you some things like, you know, be careful with certain medications. So for example, like ashwagandha, they'll say, be careful if you are on antidepressants or anti-anxiety. And that's not because you can't take it. That just means that it's a caution because it might be too much of a good thing because the antidepressants are already doing something to calm you down. Mm. So the ashwagandha in theory could calm you more. So that's where, again, that's where you talk with your medical health provider that understands supplements. You talk to your doctor and they are like, I have no idea. Then that's not really a help. Yeah. So overall, I would say follow the dose, the dose to start. And then after that, if you have any more questions, work with somebody that is an expert in this area to help 
personalize and tailor it because sometimes that Gina is the key between, oh, you know what? I took the supplements. I didn't notice the difference versus I took mm -hmm. the supplements and wow, I noticed the difference. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, obviously best case scenario, go see you That's, that's best case. or your healthcare provider. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. about, um, what about, uh, what about quality of Love this question. I love it because there, there is a difference. And the longer I practice, the more and more I see it because you see these posts, especially in like kind of like mainstream media sources, they love to disparage the natural health product world. They say, you know, weight loss useless, these programs useless, supplements useless. Yeah. And there is, I've said this before, but I'll just quickly say it. There's lots of research on every single one of the nutrients that we've talked about today. Yeah. And so first of all, the safety is there, but the gray area comes in is that the type of supplement and the dose that you might be using may not be effective for you. And so the quality is another variable. So we talked about dose, then we have to talk about the, the, the quality of the brand. And this is an, an area that again, there is less oversight in the natural health product world than in the pharmaceutical world. Mm. But even in pharmaceuticals, Gina, like people think that, oh, I'm taking a drug, but then they'll go to the brand name and then they have a totally different effect. Yes. I've seen that many times, actually. So it is a common thing just in the way that our medicines are produced that some providers will cut corners to sell it cheaper and sell more. So sometimes buying the cheapest stuff doesn't always equal to be effective. And so a good way to test this is that if you are, you know, the Costco brand of supplement buyer, you're, you're loyal there. I'm not saying that's, that's not effective at all, because sure. a lot of times Costco will use the same manufacturers, the brand names, and they'll just private label it. Yeah. But to double check, go to your health food store next time you're going to refill your supplements and say, okay, I'm buying, I'm getting this B complex. Can you tell me the best one? And they'll be happy to tell you the one that's best and try it. See yeah. if you notice the difference. If you do, you just found out that that um, quality and the forms, they do make a difference. So there are professional, naturopathic, professional grade level supplements that are more expensive, but in my experience, they do work better. And if you're going to take supplements for a short period of time anyways, try to maybe take the best because you might get the best effects. Because then if you also, and, and make no mistake, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm very sensitive about people's finances. And I don't want people spending more money than they absolutely need, obviously. But, you know, to your point, while you're focused on this, supplements are there to supplement. So you can find a, a, a cheaper, for lack of a better word, supplement and need to take it longer than if you found one that was, you know, more better quality and actually did the job better. So, you yes. know, you're not really you might not even be saving more money if you have to take more of the product and take it longer than just kind of buying or investing in that better quality product and mm -hmm. then really getting your body working at a level and again none of these are designed to be taken for the rest of your life although some of them can be beneficial yep. um you know it's it, this is really just about you know you want to see results you want to get your body working at a certain level these are some things that you know we know can help again not a supplement program. Um, if you are, if you do have any questions about the supplements, check in with your own personal healthcare providers. Dr. Yep. Paul, we do have to go. I don't want to let you yeah, go. Me too. Like always, I can talk. Uh, forever. I, I was actually, there's like 10 things I was thinking about right now that I'm like, I want to talk to Gina about, uh, okay. You know what? We'll save it for next time. We are seeing each other time. again. That's why we do have three sessions together. Um, yeah. I want to say a shout out to all my patients, whoever's watching. Good to see everybody. And uh, Gina, it's it, it's always fun. Uh, I'll, I'll, I look forward to seeing you next month. 
I know you're a busy man, but people are going to reach out. How do they find you? How do they, I mean, Instagram, I think, follow you on Instagram from there. Yep. You, they, you, they can go to your, you know, find you through what website and yep. you know. my, my website. You can just search my name. Um, again, I always say this, you know, I love helping people optimize their plan. They're working with you, but I want to work with people that are serious about leveling up their health. Uh, there's super, you know, super busy with, uh, so be patient with me uh, in terms of booking an appointment and really book if you're if you're serious about leveling up and I'd love to I'd love to work with you or try to find a local naturopathic doctor you know like yes. I know people love the concept of seeing somebody that's familiar with the program yeah. but naturopathic doctors in general are really helpful at personalized medicine that's really what yeah. we're trying to do yeah uh, so um you know a huge a huge shout out to to you Gina for starting this process in people's minds of being like how do I like step up my health and um I have to say you've really also championed naturopathic medicine through our work together. So I want to give, uh, you know, credit there because I think that that's naturopathic medicine in general. I'm a big believer can really help change our healthcare system at being yeah. more preventative instead of always just reacting to emergencies. Yeah. Or better yet, find a doctor that appreciates you working hand in hand with that's a natural right. doctor right. and utilize all of the resources you can to level up your health and wellness. Even your pharmacist, you're unsure, yeah. go have a conversation with, you can't reach your doctor, go have a conversation with your pharmacist, talk to the people at the health food store. Like, you know, generally people in this realm are really, truly here to help. Yeah. And it's much more than just, you know, trying to take your money. It really is. What is the point of all of it? If it's not actually helping you, you know, like one of the because like think about it this this whole industry gina wouldn't work if it actually didn't work didn't work yeah you know, like think about it right so like that's the whole idea like why do people still take supplements why is it growing over and over this isn't just the biggest misinformation campaign that's gone out it really comes down to the stuff that we're doing is working your program would be nothing if it didn't actually work that's, that's it. true but right. you know what, just, just, I just had an aha moment. I know we both have to go and we keep saying that, but just like the diet industry, like people are jaded because of all the quick fixes and the, yeah. do you know what I mean? That they're trying to make a quick buck and, and all of that. And the, and the, and kind of the supplement industry because of the diet industry kind of went in that direction, right? Like take this, yeah. it's a quick fix. Take, take that, these shakes, take these yeah. pills. That's kind of, it's a fat burners, raspberry ketones, Dr. Oz, you know, all that stuff, right? <laughs> Yes. You know, you yeah. And so I think we're kind of both trying to deal with the same thing is trying to find our place, you know, and cut through all the noise of that, where people are kind of jaded from the diet industry and are kind of jaded from take this, take that every kind of pill out there, those buzzwords that people are trying to get you to use, you know, people sign up for what they think is a healthy diet. Next thing you know, they have to take, you know, all these fat burners, yeah. crazy pills and $600 with the fucking teas and all of that. So yeah. I get it. I get it. But this is what I love about you and I is that we're here to have real conversations. Right. We're not afraid to have those conversations. We're going to break it down and we're going to tell people what they need to know. We really have to go. So thank you so right. much. Uh, we will add Dr. Paul's uh, information to the top of this post afterwards. Remember, if you want to listen again, and store in the guides if you want to share with your friends and family it's going to be turned into a podcast over on our way in with gina podcast dr paul will be back and i cannot wait for our next conversation have All an right. amazing day everyone thank Bye. you everybody have a great day Woo! why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. 
So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.